It's time for the latest local, regional, and national sports topics of the day. It's the Sports Fan, presented by J&K Contracting. Ready? Now, from the WATH studios, here's Connor Mills. From the studios of WATH, this is a sports fan on 970 97.1 FM. WATH, sports fan sponsored by JK Contracting on this eighth day of April 2020. 607 on the clock. And it is uh, 77 degrees out, sunny outside. It's so far so good. And it's also good to have Troy Bolin back in the studios as Troy will join us momentarily for the sports fan. And, Troy, there's been a lot of things that have changed. There's been a lot of, you know, postponements, cancellations. But the one thing that has been postponed and that we're still holding out hope for here in southeast Ohio is that the OHSAA spring season still has some kind of resemblance of a season. I got a message from Trevor Stevens uh, not too long ago with the adjusted schedule that they're projecting here should everything go to plan that there is still a, a school year uh, some kind of you know, kids getting back to school, uh, hopefully by May 1st. However, they would have the baseball season or basically any spring sports season start on May 9th, and hopefully you know, everything is able to go to plan that way. But it's good to see that there's some kind of you know, plan, there's some kind of schedule here to where hopefully we can get back to normal and get back to playing sports in whatever capacity we can do so. I think I was just really happy that they put out a, a formal schedule um, because a lot of people felt, well, if this thing goes too long and the kids are out of school, and will they continue playing baseball? Because that's never been the case. Once you graduate, the season is over. Usually the state championships are up in Columbus about the same time as graduations, sometimes maybe a weekend after, but that's, that's the extent of it. So the fact that they today put out a uh, revised baseball softball schedule for the 2020 high school season that will in fact extend all the way until the end of june so that was some big news uh the fact that they are willing to do that uh, i was told the new the new league year doesn't start till june 30th and i had told people that about a week ago two weeks ago I said hey you know the loot the new league year officially does not start until june 30th if they want to you guys they whatever can play up until that point I had some friends, and I think even Coach Newsom's like, ah, oh, they're not going to do that. You know, we usually only play till the end of May. I said, no, they, you have up until that date. So it's kind of like a little I told you so moment today. I texted a couple <laughs> people. I said, I told you. Yeah, this yeah. is what they can do, and this is what they can do, and this is what they will do. But it is all predicated on <clears throat> uh, the kids going back to school because the very first notification that they put out says if – School is canceled to the end of the year. So is baseball and softball and spring sports. Right. So now it is all in Governor DeWine's hands. If they go back to school, it's play ball. If they do not, the season is over. And it'll be interesting to see because with Governor DeWine, there's been no indication whether he's going to extend the stay-at-home order. There has been, I mean, he did until May 1st. Uh, but beyond that, there has been nothing. And so far, it was good news. I mean, we all still have to continue doing what we've been doing to flatten that curve. But there has been uh, a noticeable uh, decrease in what the projections were. I forget what the original projection was, but uh, it's not as big as it would be now. 
So it, it seems like the things that we've been doing, it's been tough for a lot of people, but it has been able to keep a lot of people safe. It's been a, uh, able to keep a lot of people healthy, uh, which in the long run, that's what uh, you really want to do. Um, it was unfortunate because yesterday I had Lucas on. We talked a little bit about Jason Arkley. I know you worked with him, a, a close friend with him a, a couple years, and uh, yeah, really know him, but this has hit everybody. It's hit Arkley, and it was nice to see because all throughout Twitter, a lot of people have been you know, sharing uh, sympathies, you know, remembering you know, the great stories that, that Arkley was writing and covering Southeastern Ohio and covering Bobcat sports or whatever sports it may be. Uh, but it was a shame to see that he was let go yesterday. Yeah, very disappointed. <clears throat> and best case scenario is that it is a temporary layoff and everything gets back to normal soon. And if, if it doesn't or if they decide, and, and you know, here's the thing, they can't decide not to bring Jason Arkley back because if you, you don't have a sports page, right? Kevin cannot go do, cannot be the Ohio University beat writer and also be the main component that covers all five county schools. So if you do not bring Arkley back and you're forced to have some sort of Kevin do these games, he sends a stringer to do the Bobcats, that's, I'm, not even, I'm not even buying the paper. That's, that's pointless. It's dumb, and I would just cancel my subscription, which I'm about ready to do anyway. Uh, because I was just, uh, you know, I, I, I haven't really been as happy with the paper in a while. Uh, the, the coverage seems to get less and less on, on sports. Uh, back in my day, and I kid you not, Connor, sports page was three, four, five, six pages long. Uh, Tom Metters and, and the staff that they had just did an amazing job. I mean, they covered our Pee Wee League games. Did they? Tom would have Pee Wee box scores from Athens County Little League. I got, I got all my clippings. My mom kept them. I mean, they literally had 12-year-old box scores from Little League games in the Athens Messenger. They covered everything. Uh, and, and over the years, it shrunk, it shrunk, it shrunk. And at a time, there used to be all five county schools and the Bobcats. Now it's one game, maybe two at the most, on a, on a Friday night or uh, Tuesday night basketball, Friday night basketball. Uh, one or two feature articles in football season, and then Kevin will do a... Uh, take a box score and create a recap of the other three games. You know, that's, that's cutbacks, man. That's, that's, it, it's hurt the readership, and then they moved the deadline to 6 o'clock or whatever it is, which is just ridiculous. I mean, what, what news is If there was a, a fire downtown at 7 o'clock, it's not even going to be in tomorrow's paper. Right. Uh, but for us, being sports fans, it's just, that was the, just the nail in the coffin for me because you weren't reading the stories until actually two days after the game which makes no sense in sports. There's just no reason to even do it. Sometimes in basketball, you're already playing another game. Yeah. The day, you know, Friday, you're reading, or Thursday, I mean, you're reading about Tuesday's game, and the next day, I mean, we're playing again. So anyways, I don't know. I mean, I was disappointed because I like Jason. We've been friends for, man, we were coworkers. We, we worked together. We were good friends. Known him for, what, 10 years, 11 years now. So I feel bad for him and just sours the taste in my mouth of the messenger that was already there. Makes it worse. Right. Well, they can, reckon, they can still reconcile this should they hire Maybe. Him back. You know, that's the thing. I mean, Jason is so talented. But if he wants to go back, that's the other question. Does he want to go back? Does he want to go back? That would be a great question. We'd love to get him on here. I guess would you reach out to him yesterday? He wasn't ready yet. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be either. I'd be like, you know, Connor, I'll I'm a little <laughs> mad today and upset. I don't think I want to talk, but we'll get him on here. 
And if somebody was smart, they would have done sent out a uh, request to interview him because he's really good. Yeah, he's a, uh, a very talented writer. He's done a fantastic job in southeastern Ohio. Uh, so we, we wish him the best, and we wish everybody the best who's dealing uh, with this coronavirus pandemic, who's suffering economically, uh, because it is not just, you know, Arkley. As, as he said, you know, there are other people who are suffering far worse than him. That's what he said when I uh, reached out to him. So he was going to push it back for a little bit of time. But we'll, we'll talk to him eventually here on the Sports Fan. Uh, but as you've known... We're cutting it short for uh, up until 6.30. We're going to take a short break. On the other side of the break, a couple of virtual ideas I want to throw Troy's way, including the NFL drafting virtual and potentially moving uh, MLB season all the way to Arizona. We'll get his take on that and more. You're listening to the Sports Fan on 970 WATH. From concrete to roofing to siding and windows, J&K Contracting has you covered from the ground up. Whether it's a room addition, a complete home build, or your commercial projects, let the professionals at J&K be of service from groundbreaking to completion. And don't forget they accept all major credit cards. They even have free seamless gutters with every complete roof installation. Don't hesitate to call J&K Contracting at 740-698-3521 for a free estimate. Have you heard of Project Rise? Are you a parent in Athens, Meigs, Perry, or Vinton counties? We provide internships, job shadowing, work study, transition planning, and graduation coaching. All students and parents have free access to these resources. For more information, please find us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. There are numerous free events and resources that you need to know about. Act now. Project Rise will help you with your future after high school. Follow us on Facebook at AMESC Project Rise. For the best in rock, grunge, metal, and whatever, join Sky. Ah, oh, what a good night. Every Wednesday and Thursday night at 10 till midnight on Power 105 with Full Throttle. Hey, hey guys, I'm loving Full Throttle tonight. I'm rocking, you're rocking, shoot sugar, everybody's rocking tonight. Brought to you by Avalanche Pizza, where every pizza is an adventure. During this unprecedented time of dining room closures, please visit Larry's Doghouse Drive-Thru. Online ordering, delivery, and carry-out, and with curb service. We'll even bring it out to you at Larry's Doghouse. Larry's Doghouse would like to thank our community for patronizing our restaurant for delicious, great-tasting food, fountain soda, and deliciously decadent shakes. And don't forget about Weenie Wednesday. Open 10.30 a.m. to 9 p.m. Call 740-592-2005 or order online at larrysdoghouse.com. Larry's Doghouse, 410 West Union Street, Athens. This is Hocking Valley Bank President Tammy Bobo. We've adjusted operations to comply with the stay-at-home order. All offices have moved to drive-through banking. We're making appointments for customers with needs that exceed a drive-through and will accommodate safe deposit box visits at our Court Street office. 8.30 to 10 a.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 10 a.m. Saturday are reserved for seniors and customers with health concerns. Please call us at 740-592-4441. We're here with you. We're there for you. I'm Dr. Amy Acton, and I'm director of the Ohio Department of Health. It's really important that you have access to the most reliable, trusted source of information. Please come to our website, coronavirus.ohio.gov. Furnished by the Ohio Department of Health and the OAB. Live and local, the sports fan on 970 WATH. 
right, Troy, it's been a while since you've been on here. I can't think of the name of this. I should know this. Oh, uh, Bon Bon Jovi. There we go. Good job. Bon Jovi. This is a sports fan at 970 WATH. Bill's in the mic alongside Troy Ball. We got you up until 630 today. And then if you have any song requests for the bottom half of the show from that 630 to 7 o'clock hour, uh, feel free to call up. Our phone lines are open at 740-592-6646. But I teased it before going into the break. And we were talking about it during the break, but everything seems to be going virtual. I talked a little bit about this with Lucas yesterday. uh, But with the NFL draft being virtual... I even I saw a report. Uh, Adam Scheffner tweeted out that a couple people are really uh, timid about having people going to their house and setting up, you know, Wi-Fi or setting up some kind of home base to do this draft to make sure that it is secure from point A to point B to get their picks in. But just with all the information that's coming out with the draft, I mean, what what are your thoughts about this? It's just it's virtual draft. You don't have any location to go to. I really, I really haven't wrapped my my mind around it because I haven't really seen exactly what they're going to do. I I don't think I'll have an opinion on it until April 23rd when I actually watch it because I have no idea what it's going to look like, how it's going to play out. I mean, really for me, well, first of all, being Burrow being the number one pick, um, we we all feel bad for him that he's not going to get to go out to Vegas and you know do the whole hoopla of being the number one pick. Uh, but knowing him. I, I don't think he cares. I think he'll probably be more happy to stay at home. Uh, you do get a lot of publicity, though. I mean, your agent wants you to be there. Your agent wanted this to happen. It's good publicity. You do a lot of things, probably make a lot of money, do a lot of signing uh, ordeals throughout the week of, of draft draft weekend. Uh, so in that regard, he's going to lose out. He's going to lose out on making some money and some publicity. Uh, but I think him personally, I think he'll be just as happy to be at home watching his name be called <clears throat> number one in the NFL draft. And, but the whole, the whole setup, man, I, I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I don't even know what they're trying to do. I'd like to see like a trial run or something, at least have an opinion. And right. for me, I, I just want to see, I want to see the, the commentators there. For me, it's just a little weird to have them all broke up on screens. Uh, if they're doing it from home, like if Mel Kuyper's at his house, I, I, I don't think that's going to carry the same feels if we had Mel Berman and, I can't remember who else does it on the first day. that They're all at a desk or, you know, doing the whole live right, thing. Right, That's really, to me, one of the best parts about the draft. <clears throat> so how they do that part, I think, is what I'll be really paying attention to the most. I mean, if they got to do it from their house, they got to do it from their house. Like, I mean, it's still, yeah. As long as you know. get their insight or their commentary yeah. over the draft. Yeah, true. Which, you know, that's going to happen. You can't do a draft without it. I mean, how boring would that be? It would be a snooze fest. <laughs> right. Which, if you watch that uh, 30 for 30 called... Uh, Elway to Marino. Do you remember, have you ever watched that one about the NFL draft? I haven't watched that one, no. Oh, man, it's a great one. Uh, it's, it was all about the 83 draft. Well, they'd have a lot of clippings from the draft, and it was just how I described, a snooze fest. There's just a bunch of old men in a room. They, I think some of them were even smoking, and they there was no commentary, and they just, it was odd. They yeah. definitely, it's come a long way since 1983, let me tell you. Uh, so, I don't know. I'm kind of anxious, though, because... You know, we're getting to that time now where rumors are flying and things are going on. And um, NFL draft is one of the most unpredictable things in sports. And right now, you, you're thinking Bengals got to take Burrow. They're going to take Burrow. But it doesn't always happen that way. And there's some rumors flying around now. Well, it seems like the hot stove is really heating up. And there's a, a bunch of far-flung ideas, including uh, a graduate 
Peter King from Ohio University. Uh, Peter King has gone on to do great things, but the idea that he put out there was about four or five first-round picks from the Dolphins to trade up to number one to get Burrow. They, he said if Burrow is the number one pick on the Dolphins draft board, you have to go all in. And he threw out the crazy number of just whatever it takes with that four or five picks and then maybe a second-round pick. Uh, to me, that was just... You, you can't do that if you're a team. I mean, you have how many picks right there, and you're all going to put it on one person where you can get multiple first-round draft talent uh, and, and try to beef up other areas of your team. If, if I'm the Dolphins, I do not do four or five first-round picks, and I don't think that anybody has a capability of trading with the Bengals to get that number one overall pick. If any team was going to do it, it would be Miami. Uh, because they have an abundance of capital because of the trades that they made the last year, possibly two. In, in their minds, if you wanted to justify it, you could say to yourself, most teams only have one first-round draft pick. That's, that's standard in today's NFL, in any NFL season. So we're going to give up the, the couple that we traded for and another one we traded for the year after. Those weren't really our picks to begin with. So really, you're trading capital that you gained from somebody else parlaying it into a guy that you want. That's how you justify it to your fans. But I'm with you. First-round draft picks are very valuable. They seem to be a team with a lot of needs. But if they feel like that that's their guy and you need a franchise quarterback, because it doesn't matter how many great DBs you draft or how many linemen or linebackers, it's not going to matter if you don't have a trigger man. They know that. Everybody, every NFL GM knows that. If they feel like Burrow's the guy, then do it. You're not trading your pick. You're trading the Texans' pick. You're trading, because remember that that was one trade, uh, the right. Tennessee, or I'm sorry, uh, Houston. Uh, there was another trade made with another team. So you're, you're giving them Houston's pick. You're not giving them Miami's pick. Yeah, but once you have that pick, then it's your pick to use I on know. someone. I know, but I mean, theoretically, it. it wasn't theirs to begin with. They're exactly. borrowing it. They're, yeah, they're borrowing. They haven't made the selection yet. They just they have yeah. it in their back pocket, but they don't know. They, they do own it, but I mean, I'm, I'd be okay giving up maybe one or two because what do they have? Four or five first round draft picks this yeah, year? Yeah, well, not this year. You can't. Uh, they might have three. I, I, well, I think they got their they, own and then two others. Yeah, uh, there might be another one thrown in there. I can't remember, but it, it's a, a crazy amount of first round picks that I remember the Dolphins have. I guess if Burrow's your guy, you got to go out and go get him. But it would be crazy crazy for the Bengals to stray away from a homegrown kid, a kid who you can, what is it, a three-hour drive to Cincinnati here? Uh, it would just be, it'd be nuts for the Bengals to pick anybody else with that number one overall pick other than Burrow if that's the direction that they want to go. I don't think you can justify anybody else except maybe Chase Young, but your number one need right now, Dalton's on his last leg of the contract. The number one need is a quarterback. And if you go with anybody else than Burrow, then I, I think there's going to be an uproar from the, the Bengals fan base. No, if they're at one, Burrow's the guy. <clears throat> the scenario out there that Peter King laid out would be actually Miami, their first trade would be to get to three. And then once they're at three, parlay the rest to get to one. That way Cincinnati doesn't come back to five. They're guaranteed at least a quarterback at three, which would be Herbert from Oregon. So there you go. You trade down to three. You pick up more four picks and you still grab a guy that you think you might have wanted or you're going to tell your fan base you wanted all along, even though maybe you didn't, but that's what you're going to tell them. 
because uh, there was a good article about how they were in love with him. They said he loved his arm strength, yada, 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 yada. So if you can pick up two first-rounders in a second and still get Herbert and move down two spots, it's a possibility. That's what makes draft day fun. You don't know. You don't know until that pick comes off the board. Right, and, and yesterday it's finally something else other than a rerun of something you know about what's going to happen next. You know, it's finally something new. It's that unpredictability factor that you get with watching live sports. Uh, it's, I think it'll be probably one of the highest rated drafts just because we have we don't have anything else. There's nothing else <laughs> right. to watch here. I know. It would have been high anyway, but, yeah, you're right. And you probably want to throw a little credit to, to Joe's way, too, because he could have easily pulled a, a Eli Manning. Or there's been a few other quarterbacks over the years that it's that come out and said, I've refused to play for that team. Now, I know you can always turn around and say, well, you have to. But when you do that, you you force the hand of the franchise by telling them you don't want to play for them. And then the coach in the room says, I don't want a guy on my team that doesn't want to be here. So then that caused a rift between owner and coach that no, no locker room, no organization wants. But Joe never did that. He said, I'll play for anybody. That's two hours from my house. I can go home to eat. That's what that was his exact quote. <laughs> so, you know, credit yeah. to that guy because if I was him, I don't know if I would have done that. I, I think I would have been a jerk. I ain't going to Cincinnati. You guys are, I don't, I don't like Mike Brown. He's not going to spend money on offensive line. I'm going to get killed. I don't want to go there. But it seems like the Bengals have started to open up the purse just like the Reds open up the purse in the offseason. Yeah, we'll see. When they sign somebody, I don't even watch. Well, they, uh, I don't even follow sports anymore, man. I, I think they got a couple good people on defense and maybe an offensive lineman. Well, if you I don't even remember. know their names. They must not be too good. Well, it's not like I live and breathe Bengal football, especially here in the offseason. I, I know the Browns signed some guys. The Browns did good in free agency, just like they did last year. Yeah, I was about to say that. They just did they good, good last year. And uh, what happened this year? I, mean, I know, but they got some meat and potato guys this time. They didn't go out and get the sizzle like they did last year. They got a lot of flair and sizzle. This year they got some meat and potato guys that they need to win with. Well, what do you know about Stefanski? Is he going to come in here and do a better job than, than Kitchens? Or? Man, you could get in your car right now, go up <laughs> I-70 or whatever it is to Cleveland and do a better job than Freddie. Yeah. Hey, Stefanski, I like, <laughs> hey, Minnesota I, had a yeah. good offense. Yeah. I, I don't care what anybody said. I think his offense actually is tailor-made for Cleveland, too. Cold weather, pound it, use the tight end. I think he'll do a good job. I think he will, too. You know, I, again, it's somebody other than Freddie Kitchens uh, running the offense for the uh, He's got to pick on the Browns. fat guy, man. Give the fat guy a break. He tried. I mean, just, you're, always, you're always down on him. It's, now, listen, he tried. We gave him a chance. And... With that chance over a full season, uh, the team didn't do anything. Yeah, he blew it. <laughs> you know? He blew it bad. Yeah. So that we can give Stefanski a chance. Anyway, sounds playing. This has been the Sports Fan of 970, 97.1 FM, WATH. For Troy Bowen, this is Connor Mills signing off. We will see you this time tomorrow. Have a good day.